My heart skips skipping the beach and not close enough so that space between you and me let's lose it The way you're dancing swaying to the music girl that body and how you move it every time you cross my mind girl I lose it Alexa play the country heat playlist Okay With Amazon Music a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your car without thinking twice. Stop the party, hide your shit. Believe this in the hell tonight. Whoa! 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 What's up, Fool Podcast? With Felipe Esparza and always here with a girlfriend now, Rodrigo Torres. <laughs> this fool, yeah, man. How you living, What's up, bro? Chilling. You, fool? How you doing? Chilling, bro. I got to give them these dates, bro, before they turn off and go listen to something else. Handle it, doc. Upcoming shows, people. San Diego, California, October 21st. That's tonight. One night only at Humphreys by the Bay. Okay, here's the lineup for tonight. It's uh, Marcelo Arguello hosting. Rodrigo Torres opening up, and then Cookie Hall will be Detroit's finest. Detroit's finest. That's right, people. Who else brings you two women on the show but Felipe Esparza? Salt Lake City, Utah, October 27th through the 29th at Wise Guys Comedy Club in Salt Lake City, not in ghetto-ass West Valley. God damn, that place is ghetto. (laughs) That's the most ghetto-ass West Valley name I ever heard, bro. <laughs> right there in Utah? Remember, there were a bunch of meth heads in my room, bro. And those, it's funny, man, when they hire someone to do construction or do any kind of fixing at the hotel, why do they have to stay in the hotel, too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see the guy that's doing the plumbing walk around all drunk with his socks on down the hallway, <laughs> making the hotel part of his home. Right. <laughs> Send him to the night's Yeah, inn. keep him somewhere else. <laughs> right. A place that's worse. Every time they have empl- people working at the hotel that are staying there, it's bad for the hotel, man. <laughs> you got to see them in breakfast. You got to see them in the hallway. I don't want to see you that many times. Funny. Also, man, Bellevue, Washington, Seattle, November 3rd through the 5th at Parlor Bar. That's right. Bellevue in Seattle, which is not really Seattle, but anybody that, that was thinking of coming back to um, the Three Rivers place, what they called, whatever the place is over there. The Tri-City. This is the closest I'll be to the Tri-City. It'll be Bellevue. Addison, Texas, November 10th through the 13th at Addison Improv. Also, November 10th, you can watch me on the second time I'll be on Superstore. Well, the they Christmas can get a double episode. dose of you. Yeah, watch nice. the Christmas episode. Hell yeah, dude. Hammond, Indiana in the Chicago area, November 19th, one night only, co-headlining with the legend, the man, the Kings of Comedy, a.k.a. Pablo, Verizon commercials, Super Pepsi, Paul Rodriguez. Hey! Yes, <laughs> Paul Rodriguez will be there. One night only at the venue inside the Horseshoe Casino. That's always tough for people, man. We're performing at the Horseshoe Casino. And to help you from looking around, asking where the show is, it's inside the venue. I don't think the place should, I don't think a club 
should be called the venue if it's inside of a fucking venue. <laughs> it just makes it so fucking confusing. Like a Duncan, huh? Yeah, I'll be performing at the at the comedy club inside the comedy club. <laughs> On sale now. My next Los Angeles date, January twenty first at the Novo, formerly Club Nokia, one night only. Tickets at AXS.com. Also, that'll be it. That's it, man. I, I know where, where, I know why you asked me about that date. So, uh, yes. No. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. Sure, I love to rock out, man. What's up, fool? Rodrigo Torres right here, man, with, with some... We got a guest here, bro. Dean Hell Edwards, yeah, bro. Who's uh? He's this guy, man. He's he knows relationships, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he knows about dating. I do, I do. And um, <laughs> he's been with bad women, good women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's somebody you, you could talk to, bro, about women, bro. You know, man. Like, you need any questions you have, bro? Like, like right now, Rodrigo Torres, man. He's having problems, man, with his girlfriend, man. <laughs> he loves her. Uh-huh. But he don't know where he stands, you know. Okay. Well, don't because ask she has Dean. kids. Man. <laughs> don't ask me. Ask Tracy Morgan. Okay. What's up, Tracy, man? Yo, what's up, Papa? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Chilling. Uh, you know what? I mean, so tell me about the woman that you that you've been dealing with. Oh, it's over, dog. It's, it's over? over. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It's over on the podcast. You're listening. Uh, yeah, she just yeah. found out right now. No, it was over. I think last night because she subscribed. Yeah. It was over last night. Take, that means it happened too quick. You bust too quick. Taking a taking a break, man. I'm good. What happened? Talk to me, Papa. Come on. <laughs> Nothing, hey, man. Yeah. When a woman tells me to take a break from the relationship, and I'm fucking over thirty five, it's fucking over. It's man. over. <laughs> come back when the I'm writing 50. ain't on the wall. The writing gonna, is the wall. I'm gonna come back when I'm fifty. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's been like I'm 46 now, man. Um, yeah, man, you're fucking 50. Let's move on. <laughs> so you got a good one. What are you looking for in a woman? Bro? What am I looking for in a woman? I don't know. I thought it was just like at sex at first and shit, which was cool. But I mean, I want a, I want a best friend, dog. You know what I mean? I guess that's what in the end, right? Somebody to call and fucking, you know, get a little back and forth with that night. But that's it. That's yeah, I, I, I have like some of my best friends were men, so I don't know how I feel about that answer. <laughs> but I know what you mean. I, I mean, listen, you want you want somebody that that is compassionate. You want compassion. Yeah, dog. You want you want love. You want you want her yeah, to be bro. able to you know rub your belly when when you sleep. <laughs> That's called the speed bump. That that means slow That's... down when you go down. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, I guess it ain't. We're not the same planes right now. Yeah, man. Would you go once a a woman in the streets, but a freak in the bed? Ain't nothing wrong with that. A freak in the bed is a woman in the street. She ain't stop being woman. <laughs> She's feminine. She just women have women have see women have have chambers like the thirty six chambers like Shaolin Temple. You know, you got sometimes you got to learn tiger style. Sometimes you learn crane. Sometimes you don't even get to hit hit the wood. You just walk up with the buckets like Gordon Liu, master killer. That's nope. master killer right there. Hell yeah! Don't forget those master duchess, dog. Yeah, y'all thought the master duchess. Wow, man, that was fast. Yeah, because last on. week we were talking about like, yeah, man, are we gonna make this happen? So hold on, you just started dating now? I'm probably about five. What, dude? What happened was we were dating like fucking a year ago, right? So she has year, kids. Uh, okay. She has one oh. child. That means she got uh, a baby daddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but there um, you go. <laughs> so we're dating, 
And then I just fucking uh, cut it off because she wanted to just be friends, right? I'm done, dude. You know what I mean? And then fucking uh, she got back with her her, I have friends. I want (laughs) pussy. (laughs) She got back with uh, her ex a little while ago. I bet Um, she did. (laughs) And then she go broke up with him and then whatever. We started talking again. You were waiting on the side, how like Captain Save a Hope. Hell yeah. I was just chilling the dugout, you know, being You got that rebound. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, we started dating again, then fucking this time around, we were, you know, we were having, uh, how they all send the old school relations, and it was cool. But then, you know, started acting weird. I started like, what the fuck? And then, like, uh, she hit me that, like, you know, she's fucking not able to give me what I want. Mm. And then I'm like, all right, so, like, fucking, I'm just, I'm cool. I'm well, good. she didn't do oral? Oh, yeah. She did? Yeah. So, what did you want? What do you mean, what I want? On you top said of that, she couldn't give you what you wanted. Oh, you know, love and relationship. So, so you wanted a relationship, and she was more in a situationship, right? Okay, and and you wanted more. Well, I mean, if it's it, cool though. I if mean, it's time I, to I move ain't on. Tripping. Yeah, ain't tripping because because you know what? There's somebody out there for everybody. Even if you got to order like Melania. <laughs> It's There's some listener right now taking notes, bro. Gonna wait waiting for the calling show now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just you know, just that, that's me. I'm cool though. I mean, right, I'm, right. I'm good. You know, you most, keep most... saying it though. That means maybe you aren't. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is a, a cover. Up. She got what she no. wanted, bro. Five free shows. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so um, yeah. As far as me, dude, I'm good. Like I was more devastated the last time around. Now I'm cool. Okay. I'm good. What was different? What was the difference with the last time around? He was wearing just... a beehive outfit. <laughs> okay. Nah, okay. it was just like you know, fucking. Uh, I wasn't. I don't this know. This girl or another girl? No, this girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you, have, so, you have broke up twice. Well, yeah, we weren't together though. Last time we were just dating. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm good. I'm cool. Well, how did you graduate from uh, uh, dating to being together? Like, what was what yeah. was the moment that it, it graduated? Because you just well, she, she stopped jerking off first of all. Okay, all right, that's this guy was jerk off champ, bro. She made it. Uh, she made it uh, official. I take after you, Doc. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, she made it official. Dude, was. You know what I mean? She told her folks. Right, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it wasn't me. I was. Oh. I was enforcing shit. I was just laying cool, dog. Damn. So she that's told cool because yeah, I, I am. Yeah. I'm not over here fucking I, trying I tell to push you right anything. Now, Before I was. You cool. seen the girl I've been with? Yeah, I never fool. met their parents. <laughs> I never met their parents, bro. Oh, that should have told you something. I know, man. <laughs> also, man, I, all the girls I've dated with never never grew up with their father, too. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Were you doing that on purpose? No. No, because I, you know a lot of dudes will use that to their advantage. They're like, yo, she ain't shit. Daddy issues, they're, they're smiling. They're like, yo, she, her dad left when she was three. You're like, yes. Fill in the blank. A lot of dudes are like that. I didn't know that, man. Okay. So I started dating them, and they, they tell me um, they didn't have a dad or their dad their, their dad left, mm-hmm. you know. So their dad left them and shit. And I'm thinking, wow, so if I leave, this bitch ain't going to feel shit. But... <laughs> That's one way of uh, looking at it. Perhaps. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I, I've never been with a girl that had both of her parents either alive or they're, they're, they grew up with their mom and dad. Wow, dig it. Because I grew up with my mom and dad. You right. grew up with your mom and dad. And I'm pretty sure so the women that <laughs> you're that are attracted to you, even without you thinking about it, don't have a dad. Did this girl have a dad? Yeah, fool. Okay, I could be wrong. Okay. <laughs> to the best of us. Yeah, man. What's up, fool, man? The Dodgers moving up. Fuck yes. I don't know, man. We don't know yet, but I was at the Dodgers game yesterday. I took my mom, bro. I seen, nice. I seen the photos. It was dope. awesome. That's it looked dope. cool. <clears throat> looked like he had fucking had fun. With I the took test. my mom, bro, and my, my mom's kind of forgetful right now. 
because she's like she's retired now, so she's at the age where I could remember the things I want to remember, not mm-hmm. the shit that's important. Right. So, um, my mom calls me up at twelve noon. Right. Yesterday he goes, what time we leaving again? Mm. <laughs> I told her three woman. We're leaving at right. three. Right. Woman. <laughs> three o'clock. Three p.m. You know, right. mountain time. Right. Then um, I get a call from my brother. Oh man. My mom didn't tell me that you guys were going to Dodger Stadium. My, she's watching my son right now for free. Oh, so my brother dropped off his his, his um son at three at noon, mm. thinking that he's gonna be there for eight hours. So they're they're scrambling trying to find a a, a babysitter now for their son. That's on them, right? right? I know, yeah, right? Right. Oh, my mom right. wants to go to a Dodger game. Well, right? Interrupting the go series. Right. Yeah, interrupting the series. Right. right? <clears throat> But me, I'm thinking about, man, I'm, 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 I don't want to take this fool to Dodger Stadium. You know? He's too little. <laughs> this is going to be fireworks. He's gonna, his guy's going to be scared, you know? I don't oh, want to yeah. be there with a crying baby. Right, right. So <laughs> I just play it off like, hey, man, you do what you got to do, man. But we're leaving at fucking three. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We're leaving right. at three. Your son will be be there with the door open. Come get him, <laughs> man. <laughs> this fool, dog. You know, it's, it's, not, like, it's not like... you never been left alone at that age? Come right. on. How old is he? <laughs> I don't know. Give three. him some toys. Eh? Three? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's three, bro. At As three, you put him in the basement. At, you know, think about it. At three years. Food tie his leg to the piano. At three yourself. years old, when my little brother, his father was three years old, I took them, I took him to go see Return of the Jedi, and I was still in high school. Oh, wow. Tight. So that three-year-old could be okay by himself. Get <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> him a VHS so, tape, eh? We get there, and uh, my mom's all ready, bro. She's ready, man. She got her hair done. Ready to go. Huh? Ready to go, bro. She's wearing no Dodger gear. <laughs> so I say, I, I was trying to get her a Dodger shirt, man, because you're going to be the only one with no Dodger gear. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm wearing my Dodger Fernando Valenzuela shirt. I'm wearing my Dodger Kiss jersey under, and I got my Dodger Christmas sweater, bro. <laughs> you're in the bullpen, dog. I'm ready, bro. You want me to pitch? <laughs> you want me to bring in Steve Howell? <laughs> so... We're watching the game, man, and it was electrifying, bro. They yeah. won. Fuck yeah. It looked, it looked that way. My mom's all excited, bro. Yelling stuff out, too. Hell yeah, dude. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heckling the, the outfielders? <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. I don't know how to say that guy's name, bro. It was, was McLaughlin. I'll call him Mc... Zobris, bro. Zobris. You can't even make that shit funny. <laughs> that shit come from. Zobris. I was just... Was, but this how crazy baseball is. Mm. And because of the internet. The guys behind me who were drunk, Wikipedia him. They were yelling out his girlfriend's name. Oh, oh damn. That's foul, B. <laughs> it's crazy. Family and, and children and are off, off limits, It is so? crazy. Oh, These, my God. As soon as they were yelling out Julia, they were yelling out his name, and then um, Julia, then some girl, this cub has said, Julia, yeah, that's his girlfriend's name, man. These guys were Wikipedia her. They were going, Julia sucks. Oh, Julia wow. sucks. Julia, she's a horrible singer, bro. She's cheating, uh, she's cheating on you, bro. Yo. And she's a Christian singer. Dang. She goes, so pressed. Julia's cheating on you, motherfucker. We have her over here, bro. We're kissing her. Can they, Can he hear them? Yes. Oh. Did he turn around? No. They didn't break him then. They didn't. Okay. No, bro. He missed that ball, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't hustle that ball. He missed that ball. Well, All night, bro. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, bro, I didn't know that shit. <laughs> that's a lot. To See, that's a real heckler. That's like somebody going up on stage. No Felipe Esparza. We could be there. Felipe, how about that fool you beat his ear off, motherfucker? Right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. 
<laughs> I was hungry, dog. We're not just gonna scathe over that. You, you. Um, this is pre or post Tyson? Post Tyson. <laughs> pre, pre. Bro, pre. He stole it from me. Okay. So. Uh, no, yeah, I did no, it. I thought you already heard it. Yeah. No. No. I no. Got Godfather I, Three on a motherfucker. I'd like to. <laughs> Because I've never been next to for for this many hours someone that chewed an ear. So uh, no, it was um yeah. when I did when I did the um, all things comedy. Okay, I'm so, sorry. I always confuse all things comedy and this is not happening. Okay. It's oh, anyway, so I was on This Is Not Happening with mm-hmm. Ari Shafir. Okay, who's on all things comedy too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Skeptic. Thing. Skeptic. Yeah. I still have his T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the show and I'm talking about it. So. When I was in rehab, the reason I was in rehab was because I got into a fight in a neighborhood with somebody mm-hmm. who just came out of prison. Okay. And he was a likable guy, mm-hmm. old guy, 30. Mm-hmm. I was 22. Okay. So we're fighting and he's strangling me to death. Why, it, why are you fighting the nice guy? You just said, because you just, <laughs> right? That's not, I didn't miss that. Like he just said he was an old guy, nice guy. He messed up on his prayers. But okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not from his neighborhood, okay. so he's not nice to me. Okay, gotcha. I'm, I live in this neighborhood, but I'm not part of the neighborhood. Right. I'm not in the the, right. the local gang, right? You know, I'm you a, I'm, yeah. the, I'm on the other side of the neighborhood, the other projects, and I'm the rival gang now. But this guy disrespecting me, you know, like doing um acronyms about my the initials of our gang. Okay, it's like you do that. It's like um when you're in a gang and you want to disrespect the other gang. You don't call out the gang. Right. You disrespect it. Mm-hmm. it with, it's always a, a play on words with food. It was fucking with you. Like East Coast is not really East Coast. It's cheese toast. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Got you. So, yeah, man, that food from the cheese toast. Oh, okay. So that you call a crip that, oh. you're, you're asking for a death sentence right, right. there. Right. I shouldn't have even said that I'm, they could call crips cheese toast, but that's what they call them in the neighborhood. Right. So, um. He's doing a he's doing a name like that on my neighborhood. Okay, now, I'm from a, a a crew called the Mob Crew, mm-hmm. but this fool's yelling out, "Oh, there goes Batman from the Mickey Mouse Club in front of everybody, bro!" Mm-hmm. And that's a no no, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't disrespect you like that. You know, I didn't right. tell you nothing like that. Right. So he's telling me all this. He's telling me all that. So I just cheap shot this motherfucker, <laughs> dog. Snuck a blue paka and missed. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> You attempted cheap shot. Just, <laughs> just, just clarify. But in my in my defense, I was on PCP at the time. Okay, all right. He didn't connect. It wasn't I didn't crack. Connect. I hit him with the side of my knuckle. Oh. Okay, so you caught him a little bit. So you know enough to make him flinch. Right. Great. He grabbed me and he started choking me in one of those one of those UFC holes. Right. But it, it was just cut a regular hole back then. <laughs> and um, and I don't know what to do, man. Nobody's helping me. I'm like this. I'm trying to right. tap out. Nothing. Uh-huh. Right. You you do remember the Hulk Hogan with the arm go yeah. like, <laughs> drop and go limp. <laughs> then he's done. No, let me, yes. <laughs> yeah, so the medics. I grabbed whatever I could, like some of his head, and I uh-huh. put it close to my mouth uh-huh. and I bit like the the half the ear where the, the earring hangs at. Okay. And a little bit of that. I don't know, man. And That's you bit it clear off. Clear off, bro. Let me tell you something. When man. You, teeth um, are strong. Yeah, Fuck yeah. They are. When you're doing it, as at, do you get it the first time? Or are you like going at, at, like trying to? I got it the first one. Oh, okay. And man, that fool screamed like I a bet little he girl. Did. And then as soon as he started screaming, I started beating his ass. Uh-huh. I took my belt off, and that's how you know it's gangster, bro. 
And you take yeah. your belt yeah. off and whip them and in the middle of the somebody. Streets. Yeah. When you when you, I should have made that get that full standards. I would not call it the Mickey Mouse Club a hundred times. Right, right, the baby <laughs> write boy that, standard. Write that in the ear blood on the concrete. <laughs> so I'm whipping his ass, bro. Whipping him, bro. Do you like still a, have the ear? Like, are you sucking it like us now? Later, I spit it out. You spit it out. Okay. But I have blood on my mouth, like right. Gene Simmons, or yeah. in a fucking which is kind of in the in the heat of the battle. That's kind of dope that you have like blood dripping and drooling from your mouth. It's on, brother. Yeah, <laughs> three hundred over here. Yeah. So I'm beating the fuck out of him, man. And then um, you know how you start beating his, you're like the energy rolling. You're in the and zone, he, dog. I'm in the zone. Right. So I'm starting out calling calling out names of people who aren't there. Are mm-hmm. oh, now the motherfucker shows up. Porky, I'm gonna beat his ass too. Right. Oh, and then I'm um, Porky was some guy named David Merritt. Whoa. You know, and, he, uh, yeah, he meet Porky was better. This guy, <laughs> David Merritt. No one's this guy, of <laughs> I shouldn't have even brought up his David name because he's <laughs> crazy, bro. This guy was crazy. He's dead now, though. Oh, okay. I used, to, I, used to, I used to have a running joke about him, man, because I used to call that fool Run DMC. Uh-huh. Run David Merritt from the cops. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was bending corners on their right. ass. Right, right. David, David was crazy, man. He used to have a big-ass mustache like, um, like um, what's his name from Sesame Street, bro? Uh, that Gordon. The, oh, Gordon. You know that Gordon? Holly, Holly Robinson piece yeah. that. You know how Gordon yeah. Robinson had that thick mustache? Yeah, he did. But David had it like a, all the way down like a handlebar. Okay. And he was one of the only, only black guys that could hang with Mexicans in prison. Oh, dig it. Like whenever there, there, was, no, there, there, whenever there was like a people standing in line to use a phone, he could be on the Mexican line or the black line Dang and it. nobody would fuck with him. Right. So... I thought it was brave enough that I could just bust out his name. Right. Because I'm all fucking crazy. Right. So he finds out. He finds out. His crazy supersedes your crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But later on, I found out that he fucking, he's looking for me now. Yeah. Because I beat up his homie and. um, And disrespected his name. Yeah. Called him out. So I see him come up to me and he picks up an aluminum bat, like aluminum bat, a little Mm -hmm. league bat. Yeah. And he's coming at me. And I'm thinking, I guess he's afraid of me just that I am afraid of him. Because right. he come in with a bat. Yeah. And I got nothing, bro, right. but fists and no confidence. Right. So he swings a bat at me over my head hard, man. <laughs> he misses me. So I, I guess he's trying to bash my head in. Yeah. So he misses me. And he goes, man, Batman, you're lucky, homie, man. For fucking up my homie, I should just fuck you up right now. And I said, man, well, you got to do what you got to do, man. Right. You know, because I'm not going to go nowhere. Right. I live here, too. It's kind of gangster. So then I have nowhere else to go. So he went to go do something, and um, the mechanic that was fixing somebody's car, mm-hmm. he hops in that car that he's fixing, and he takes me home. So so he only, he just, so it was a one-swing uh, confrontation? Like he had, to, he go, didn't, he didn't had go. to go make a sale or something. Oh, wow. He you has, know, like, ADD for a gangster. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you'd think he would have, you know, swung a couple of times, and then he's like, all right, I'm not good at this. Short, you lucky Batman, and then bounce. Short-term memory gangster. <laughs> ah, got something to do, and then dipped <laughs> out. Yeah, man. So he ended up um, letting it go, and I ended up going to, that's what sent me to rehab. Oh, wow. That all those people were after me. Wow. Cause um if I if I would not know if it wouldn't if I would have never beat that guy up mm-hmm. and if I would have never disrespected Porky, I probably wouldn't have been a comedian. Yeah, you know, because I probably would have been living there and um I would have been 
got deeper and deeper into yeah, drugs and right. deeper deeper into gangs. Right. I probably would have got killed or imprisoned or deported right. like my brother did. Prodigy environment. Things happen so, for a reason. So man. thank you, Run DMC. Or, <laughs> yeah. or David, Run uh, David Mayer from the cops. Yeah, yeah. Poor yeah. kid. Dude, mm-hmm. his, he had a brother named Brian who was older than him. That guy was crazy. Mm-hmm. He used so, to have a leather belt, a lifting belt, right? Uh-huh. And then on the back side, he would ride... Um, he wrote. He he wrote on the back. Killing urge. Damn. He that was his, his morning affirmation <laughs> every day before he was killing urge. That was his name. That was about killing urge. Wake up call. And um, I mentioned on your podcast mm-hmm. that guy Wolf. Yeah, Wolf. Yeah. So Wolf and that guy were fighting, and then this is kind of how how naive I am. I'm on Facebook, and I think one of their parents, one of their Peeps are on Facebook, mm-hmm. and they're talking about fights. And I said, "Man, fuck that!" They were talking about fights they've seen on TV, fights they've seen anywhere. And then I wrote an I wrote a long ass ghetto web blog as a comment, <laughs> pretty much putting two people confessing to two crimes that right. two people committed right. on Hemingway Facebook. Right. And I wrote, um, "Best fuck you guys, man! Best fight I ever seen <laughs> was fucking Brian Merritt and fucking Wolf and the Archway, 1990." He goes. Those fuckers fought like um like one of those like one of those Kimbo slice fights right, right, where the right. fight starts in this garage and ends up in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Kind of like clean Eastwood and every which way but loose. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Was he a orangutan guy? Yeah, man. So they're fighting and um they're getting the best of each other. They both have eyes with blood. They're both mm-hmm. bleeding from their mouth. Uh, and they they can't stop fighting. They just keep fighting. And then finally, um, Wolf gets the best of Brian. Brian runs and sees this Mexican man fixing his car. Mm-hmm. He's about to put gasoline in his car. Mm-hmm. And that fool grabs the gasoline tank and pours it all over Wolf okay. and lights a match. Listen, motherfucker, you want to keep fighting, yes or no? Damn. And you're going to lit that fool on fire in front of everybody. He lit him on fire? No, he was going to light oh, him on fire. But that fool ran. Shoot. Yeah, I got, that's you know, the best fight I've ever. Doused, seen. doused in in gasoline, kind of. That's the end. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. you won. <laughs> yeah, man. So chapter. I write that down, man. Yeah, he's about to get burned. Doused with gasoline, and I'm writing this all on Facebook. You inadvertent. You inadvertently snitched. <laughs> like you just put it. <laughs> what I'm are you doing on Facebook? I was just trying to top everybody's story. Right. Right? <laughs> well, you did, dog. <laughs> oh. And, and for those, you know, real quick, since you said that, for those that want to hear like part one to that story, and Philippe and I, we just rocked out on my podcast, The Father Monkey Protocol. Y'all make sure you check There's that out. There's more wolf stories on his yes, podcast. Yes. That's what we call it, more wolf stories. So where did you grow up at? I grew up in New York. Well, you know what? Grew up in New York City, but then uh, my dad, he, he worked for Department of Corrections. And so every time he got promoted meant a, a move further upstate. Back in Closer back in like yeah, back in the like late seventies, early eighties, for people of color uh were making this uh run to the suburbs of, of New York City. So um if you had a good job, you know, you go from Mount Vernon from the Bronx to Mount Vernon and then he got transferred again to Bedford Hills uh uh prison. So we went from 
uh, Mount Vernon to Yorktown Heights, and then from Yorktown Heights up to Poughkeepsie. And uh, those, the beauty of those moves were they still were kind of within the vicinity of New York City. Like uh, Poughkeepsie was about an hour and a half away, but I still could get back to see all my friends. Uh, then my dad got transferred to Attica. He got promoted Damn. and transferred to Attica. Attica, yeah, Attica. Attica, yeah. And here's what's funny. Back in the days, like, I, I look at how children are raised nowadays because they're so pampered and, like, any moves you make in your house, you sort of check with the kids to make sure they're okay with them. <laughs> when, this is how I would find out we were moving, right? My parents wouldn't come out and say, Dino, we're, no, my, we would go for a drive in the country and... You just wind up like for for uh, we moved to Batavia when he got transferred to Attica, which is Batavia is right between Buffalo and Rochester, like thirty miles between each. Upstate, upstate, up, way upstate. They call it Western New York, and but so far. And so he, uh, we go for a drive, and normally we drive thirty, forty minutes. It was a four hour drive. I'm like, where are we going? And then we just show up to the apartment complex of the house, and they're like. And pick your room. I, hey, man, wait. I, <laughs> I, you, you could have told, you could have warned the brother. <laughs> no consultation. Not to drink anything before we got on this long ride. So we, uh, we, we moved up there. Then we, uh, Rochester, um, I went to college in Rochester. That's when I started comedy. And then funny enough, my dad's the one that, uh, pretty much, you know, told me I had to move back to the, back to the Bronx, you know, which, was almost unheard of because your family moved you away from the city to hopefully protect you and, and give you a better life. And here I'm going back into the belly of the beast to move. I literally moved back on, on, uh, on my grandmother's old block, uh, Ward Avenue, 15, uh, 1591 Bruckner Boulevard and Ward Avenue in the Bronx. Uh, and what, uh, maybe six months later I was on deaf comedy jam. So it, Damn. it worked out. So, but that's, that's, what's funny. Like, Sometimes you need somebody like my dad checked me because uh, I, had, I had been a comic maybe for about two years. I started in 92. And uh, so like early to mid 94, he's like, hey, man, what are you what are you doing? What's up with this comedy thing? I was like, yeah, you know, I did a show. He was like, when was your last show? I did a show last weekend. Um, he was like, when's your next show? I got a show in two weeks. Man, you ain't no real comedian. <laughs> Like he just checked me. He's like, that's that's, tough, that's, that's tough cool. love. He was like, you ain't no real comedian. You, you just like your army reserves. You like a comic reserves. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you want to do this? You gotta, you gotta go, go all in. You gotta, you gotta move back to. It ain't gonna happen up here. You gotta move back to the city. And my ego is bruised, you know, which is what Hell your yeah, father's dog. there for. Because my mom, she didn't want. She was like, nah, you're up here. It's safe. And my dad was like, man, you gonna do this? You gotta, you gotta go where the where the action is. So. I was like, you ain't going to tell me I ain't no comedian. So I moved back to New York. Uh, the following, what was that? That was in uh, 2004, so June 25th, 95. I was back back in the BX, you know, and and, uh, and glad, you know, God bless. My dad passed um, nine years ago, but that bless was, that peace, was man. Uh, thanks, man. But that was the best uh the best advice ever or the best just tough love, you know, is I because I, just like you guys, I'm sure you experienced you have comics come up. I had somebody last week at the uh, I swung by the Denver Improv when I was in Colorado and I was it was uh, uh, Ali Sadiq was uh, was gigging. He was with 
Yeah, he works with with Bellamy. Yeah, but now he's headlining because he just had his comedy special uh, aired on Comedy Central. So uh, I said, let me swing through, check him out. I went and saw Rodney Perry's in the hospital. God bless Rodney's uh, getting better. Cool. And uh, and so it's weird when you're not on the show. Tell me if you ever had this. You're not on a show, but you you you're like you kind of like damn. I wish. Cause you see the 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 victory lap, you see all that the the energy and attention the audience is getting given to the headline, and I was like, I was like, you know what, I could lay in the cut, but it just felt weird. But I'm sitting, I'm chilling on the side, and a couple people walk by, and then this this woman came back, and she's like, you you look familiar. Are you in the? I was like, oh yeah, I do a little. So she's like, I thought I recognized you, but you 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 cut your hair. I was like, yeah. And so it turns out I said to her because she had a she had a suspenders on, but the suspenders looked like uh, yardsticks, right? <laughs> and she had a quirky look. And I said to another comment, it was another person. I said, yo. She was an audience member, but she has, I like her look because she's, she's left of everybody else, left the center. I said, I bet you she's a performer. So she and I are talking and, uh, I said, are you, are you a comedian? She's like, well, I kind of, I want to be. And so then it turned into a whole different convo. And I was like, why, why haven't you? I'm always, cause Bernie, when I first started, I met Bernie backstage at one of his tours and he was Bernie Mac, nicest cat. Still to this day, one of the nicest cats I ever met in Hollywood. Fuck and that. he encouraged me. Like, I, you know, I'm backstage at his concert. This is like after he blew up off of Def Jam. Like, hey, uh, Bernie Manners. That's because that's how when yeah. you look back, you feel like you were like a child. Like, yeah. Hey, Bernie, man, you, you're funny and I'm, I'm going to be there one day. And he was like, you're already there. There's room at the cross. You 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 in here with me, ain't you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. you about to fuck it up. Yeah, rock just a motherfucking New York. Exactly, dude. Fast forward a decade later, he's in my office at SNL, and I told him, I said, "Hey, man, you don't remember? I know you don't remember this, but I appreciate you encouraging me. You know, and so now that's what I. Anytime I meet some like new somebody that I can tell it wants to get on stage, the hardest thing is getting on that first time. So oh, I'm always, yeah, I'm always like, hey man, just just do it. You 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 making excuses to not get on stage? Just do it because after you get that first, you you gonna want that hit. You gonna want that <laughs> hit again. I'm still chasing that first high. To this day, I'm still every show when I come off. I'm like. It was dope, but it wasn't that for that first show was just like so so invigorating where you're like, yo, this is this I like how this feels. You like know, captivation, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, so I'm still I'm still chasing that, man. I know, man. Like I had a all my sets were good on <clears throat> in um last weekend, um mm-hmm. where was it? DC? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Arlington, Virginia. We were okay. Arlington, Virginia okay. at um Draft House. The draft house, okay. All those shows were good. Then the second show, it was going good, it was loud at forty five. Then the last 15 just slipped. Oh, really? I felt like they were not listening no mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. I felt it was bombing. And I kept going home, like replaying the tape in my head. Where did mm-hmm. I lose them? Right. I suck. Right. Was it the checks? Did they drop sucks. checks? Nah, yeah. I, I usually don't. Nah. I, 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 they, they drop checks all the time. Right. That doesn't bother me. Right. But somebody told me there was a fight in the audience. Oh. But nobody, I didn't know. Okay. Because the, the, the manager came up to me, hey, Felipe, man, I'm sorry about what happened up there. You're like, what happened? I'm like, what happened? Oh, never mind. Oh, he wow. walked away. Oh, wow. Then later on, I found out that he was kicking some fool out, and that fool bit him. 
Oh, damn. He did a you. <laughs> he said the guy bit him in the arm. <laughs> the dude's name was Wolf. <laughs> Bite me, he said. Oh, that's funny. It's Bark. No. So, like, so, so, but as a comedian, you still play on your head. Well, fuck that, man. Yeah. I can't yeah. use that bite as an excuse. Yeah. Right, right. But that's a, to me, that's, that's the difference between somebody that this, this is, this is their passion versus someone who's just in this to get, uh, on a TV show or what have you, you 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 can't just walk away. You don't like using the audience as the excuse and saying saying, "Oh, well, they just suck." In your mind, you're like, "Nah, it had suck. to be something I could have done differently," and and I need to make sure that never happens again. I, I felt like I kept thinking to myself, like, I should just stop, like I always do, and ask the audience, "What the fuck's going on out there?" Right, right. But I, and I didn't do it this time because right, right. I was because that was at forty five. I said, "I'll do fifteen minutes, get off the right, fuck off the stage." Right, right. And you always beat yourself up over that because because any other time you would have stopped and inquired. Yeah. And this one time you didn't, and then you're like, "Damn, I pay, I paid for it because any because you strayed from your your script, you strayed from what your norm is." Because on the on the first show on the night the night before, I was doing the same thing, and somebody was heckling him, heckling me like forty minutes mm-hmm. in. But he was heckling all night, but yelling stuff out like, yeah, or stuff like that. And then um, security guard was about to kick him out. But then they looked at me when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say kick him off on the stage. Right, right, right. I don't want right. to be that guy. Then right. they're going to build the audience back. Right. So I just dealt with it from the stage. I said, oh, no, they're cool, man. You know, I'm, I'm about to get off. So right. it's right. good. Right. So I, I made fun of him a little bit. Went back to my set. Finished it off. I was happy. Mm-hmm. But I felt I couldn't do that in the second show where mm-hmm. I... Where I thought I didn't do good. Okay. I felt like I wasn't a part of that show. Right. But I wish I, you know, you just kind of, you try to keep fixing these mistakes, but I keep telling them it's not your fault, but it is my fault. It it's is. my show. It but is it, and isn't. It's though. not because yeah. what happened was that guy was trying to take a picture to record you and they told him to stop. Oh, yeah. okay. And then they fucking said, you got to pay your bill before you leave. And they said, right. fuck that. I'm not paying your bill. We're going to handle this. So that goes, no, you're not going to handle this. Right. And that motherfucker tried to swing at him and then bite his ass and homeboy took him to the floor. Oh, okay. Fucking nestled his ass right. up, In waiting those, for the cops. Right. And then you have the audience who's doing their shit, but right. at the same time, they're all... They're like looking back. Like, so that's what you don't know when you're on stage. No, nah, like, you didn't you know that. You don't know all the variables. But as a comic, you feel like, motherfucker, you should be alert. Of course. <laughs> right. Of course. But, but we're that's not, not omnipresent, omni, nah, but you're not no. God. And so it's like you can only do... Uh, so much, you know. I actually like what what I rock out. I actually like like uh, with um, I was saying we're doing this. Uh, me and Dennis Gaxiola doing this this Air Force Base tour, and and from the first date, uh, everyone's looking at me crazy because I'm like, raise the lights. They're like, why? I said I want to be able to see the audience. A because I want to go. I, I'm getting off the stage and talking to them. To make it a, 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 a unique experience for every audience. I said, but B, you turn the lights on just enough so you can see an audience and people suddenly aren't as brave. <laughs> it's totally true. There's, 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 there's safety in the darkness. To, to, to an audience member, they feel protected in the dark because they're hidden. They're, in, they're behind the mask of darkness. But as soon as you raise that light up just enough to where I can make eye contact with you, suddenly all, all it takes is like, how many times have you been on stage and you have the mic in your hand, somebody says something, you're like, who said who said that? Yeah, and, and but but they know you can't see him. But if if you they go doing it, if, but if you hit them with yo, that was you. 
suddenly they're like, oh, shoot, this dude can see me. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, <laughs> people people ain't as brave with, with the lights up a little bit. They duck. Because you know how they look, and you got a tent, you got like a, you got a, a list of bags you could do on oh, that face. Oh, dude, dude, I'm ready. I'm, <laughs> ready. I'm ready, man. I got, I got, and that's that's really what it is. It's like, because I'm, I'm not a comic, I'm not somebody that likes, like is a heck like heckle like say a rich voice rich voice comes with 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 a with a machine gun ready of of retorts and comeback he's waiting for that heckle. yeah he's waiting for it he's he's gonna attack you before you get him right yeah. i come out i have like one or two but it's almost like just lifting your shirt up like you see that <laughs> pistol right there right i got i got something for you and i'm gonna win i'm gonna win it for no other reason i'm louder than you I have a microphone. Even if you, even if you happen to be funny, I'm gonna go. Ah! I ain't letting you win. <laughs> I know, man. Like Fuck sometimes yeah. when I watch these comedian destroys heckler, <laughs> I feel like, bro, you could have just shut that up. Shut up, right, bro. Right. It wasn't really that. You took it too far. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a tape called "Comedian Kills the Audience After Comedian Destroys Heckler." <laughs> right. Right. I want to see how the last comic did after him. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. He destroyed the heckler. His show ended. Yeah. How did you do after him? Yeah. 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 Did that's you get real. The real back? talk. Yeah. Because that's that's there's there's something there's that weird energy that once like say something that, like that happens where the dude gets kicked out. If someone else, if it was just a show where it was like a bunch of comics, someone gets kicked out. Now the next dude has to go on with that weird. You got to address the elephant in the room. Yeah, kills but you also body. have to have to move on and and do your thing. You know, so that's always like yeah. I want to know how the guy did after Tough Kramer. Spot. Yeah, right, right, right. The <laughs> Who dude, was I that? Think we had him here after Kramer. That's Fraser Smith was hosting, and he brought up um, no Sully Johnny McCullough. Sanchez. Sully McCullough. Sully McCullough. Johnny Sanchez. Johnny Sanchez. Oh, he yeah. went up after him. Johnny went up afterwards? Okay. He was able to handle it, man. Yeah, he has that energy. Yeah, yeah. I saw Johnny last night. <laughs> He's cool, man. Yeah, cool cat, man. That's cool, crazy, cool huh? Cat. Yeah, dude. Like, but And you know what? Even with uh with Kramer, I remember when that happened. It's almost like, like as you guys probably saw, I remember a couple, maybe a week or two before that, I happened to be in L.A., and he was at the improv um, going up. And... Because it's Kramer, you know, I was like, oh, Michael Richards. First first thought is, Michael Richards is stand-up, right? <laughs> Mine so, too. So I'm like, okay, all of us. So, so you like curious. You're like, let me go, let me see if he's a real stand-up or if he's just somebody whose a- who's agent said, you know what, you can make a killing on the road. As Kramer. If, if you ha- just doing some stand-up as Kramer. So stuck my head in. I watched for maybe two, three minutes. I was like, okay, it's not for me. But but the crowd seems to enjoy this esoteric thing he's doing. <laughs> esoteric. Um. So when I heard when I as soon as I saw the video, because Ian uh, Ian Edwards uh, told me all about it, uh, <laughs> and Ian uh, called and told me, and he was I think he was either there or he had heard about it that night. And so when I saw the tape, like and as most comics. I didn't watch it like, oh, that dude's racist. I was like, oh, that dude shouldn't have been on stage because he didn't know how to handle the... You could tell he there was discomfort that he was going down in flames. The set wasn't going the way he wanted it to. Someone said something and... He, you know, when he launched into, there's a nigga, there's a nigga. Oh, he and then, but here's what's funny. And this is the funniest part of that video to me. And y'all listeners can keep it. Is after he did that, then he has this thing where he walks off and he's like, those words, those words, always those words. And in my mind, I was like, he was trying to find some sort of angle 
but it wasn't coming. <laughs> so the fingers and those words always. I was like, Nah, dog. You you went you went you went over. Stick a fork in it. Like yeah. I was like, No, you kind of you kind of went into a, a place where you can't come back from. Yeah, you know? he was trying to flip that outcome. Yeah, his happen. his mistake was was going up on a Friday. And Saturday, yeah, he should have done, done that during the week. Yeah, he should have done it Latino night. He could have yeah. been yelling a wet bag. We would yeah. not cared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> His mistake was not knowing how the laugh factory works. Right, right. First of all, if you know, we have the laugh factory because that audience that was heckling him were not part of the original show. Yeah, it was a switch. You. Right, right. There was a switch over. And then, you know, the Explain laugh to the people how how that, how that happens too. How uh, this is uh, what happens, people. Yeah. There's a show at at the laugh factory that, that starts at ten. Right. That everybody's there, other great comedy are performing, a lot of guest pop ins. You give but, Dane but Cook, Dane Kevin Cook, Hart, right. They do hours. But then at the, the midnight show is standing in line. The midnight show right. gets in there and they while well, the show's already started. Right. So they're fresh, they're waiting for drinks, they're pumped up. Right. They don't know who the fuck's on stage or how long they, this first of all, this show been going on forever also. Right. It becomes and a marathon. Instead a marathon. of them doing ten to twelve, they just like they say to, to the, they say to the audience, "Listen, if you want to stay, you can stay. Um, but if not, um, you leave, and we'll bring in a new audience." And so you have old old audience members that have been there for two and three hours versus people that are brand new. And, and uh, Kramer wound up uh, a victim of, of brand new of the brand new. <laughs> and those people were up there standing waiting for drinks, right. not really watching the show, right? Right. We weren't watching the show. Yeah, nah, dude, dude, it was. It was and like, I, they weren't even talking to him. They were talking to each other, right? That's and that's what I, I remember because you can hear and say, "We weren't even that talking was, that to was you. Cool. We weren't even talking to you." You know? Oh, shut up! Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, well, yeah, 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 that's what you get. <laughs> and gave him his undivided attention. Yeah, you, you got the world's attention now. <laughs> how, how do y'all feel about that though? Because that that could have happened. That could have gone way different if someone wasn't recording it. You know what I mean? Like that would have just been a uh, 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 little liner note on in in the the mythology of stand up comedy and the and Laugh Factory versus someone having a, a phone, you know, and recording it and then play it becoming a big. I heard that TMZ went in there and recorded him. No, I heard that that dude sold it to him. He sold but it to him. They had a press conference the next day, and then mm -hmm. Paul Rodriguez was on there. And he's all, and the thing that he was of the Jewish faith, <laughs> and right, that's right. what's kind of crazy right. too. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's if it's like not yeah. if you're a straight well, white crazy dude. Crazy cool. was that but, Paul Rodriguez showed up just to have a TV credit. <laughs> His hair was all like this. It was tight, dog. They yeah, woke him up because yeah. Jamie always wants <laughs> legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, buddy, I need you to, to come out and just you know speak on this, and he did. Yeah, man. Like, who, why, I'm watching the people they're interviewing after. We're like, I'm watching it going, when the fuck <laughs> was Tom Arnold ever here? Thanksgiving. <laughs> 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 why the fuck are they talking to him for? He came and did something at the comedy camp like one time. <laughs> Not even that, dude. Right. Like, there's times where um, I'm there at the show, like on Thanksgiving, and Tom Arnold said, I didn't know I was going to be here till I woke up this morning and read the newspaper. Mm hmm. <laughs> So Jamie just says that Tom Arnold's going to be there. Right, right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Jamie's hilarious. That's funny. Jamie just pressures someone out of their time with their family on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's funny, son. Genius. Huh? It is brilliant, though. <laughs> that's what happens on Thanksgiving at the Laugh Factory. Like Everybody shows up mm -hmm. trying to get TV time right, with right, um, right. KTLA. Yeah, right. we're here with um, Rodrigo Torres. 
we're feeding the homeless, but you only pass out one handout. Yeah, right. Pass it out water, water the whole you time. You have the picture. As soon as they get the picture, as soon, they, as, soon as they get that, like the big comments show up, and I've seen it done. Like they'll serve like five homeless people, get on camera, and go back home. Oh yeah, yeah just right. boom. Meanwhile, right. they're all day. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Just seating right. people and shit. Right. They, but they this don't... Thanksgiving is gonna be good though, because Dane Cook's not gonna be there, so we're gonna have. <laughs> we're gonna see who is gonna be serving turkey this week. Is Dane usually Dane, there? Dane is always by the turkey. Oh, but now yes. Yeah, he he gets the prime corner spot where like when the camera comes in, it's always oh, him. Oh wow, wow! So he's always there. And let me tell you, man, Dane Cook was there serving Thanksgiving dinner for like ten years. Uh-huh. Every Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. They didn't go up on stage once. Well, that's kudos, though. That's kudos that did. Because that's a yeah. that show kills egos. Mm. The homeless are tough, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's uh, not a good place for a comic to perform on. Really, really? but I kill every time. Right. I kill every time, man. Because I don't give a fuck that they're homeless. I don't give. A but fuck. that's what I was gonna say. As I said on 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 the podcast, I said you are a unique individual. I'm not guessing you. You're unique in that you you're just no frills, you're without protection. I know my, like you the know, white you're just you. Like the white comments go up on during the homeless people like they really got to watch especially if they're edgy yeah. and they're usually making fun of everybody. Right, right. They don't do it there. Right, like, right. Where's your balls? <laughs> but that's that, to in me that's, Where's that's, your that's, balls? That's that's, that's, that's pretension. Where's those jokes you said at UCB? Right, where's your right. balls? Right. Where where's what is that? No, they, they, they can't do it, man. Yeah. I'm up there going, man. I know you guys never seen me on HBO. I know you guys never seen me at Showtime, but you see me coming out of wealth, ignoring right, your ass. Right, right. <laughs> and right. I killed you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because people don't want, nobody wants you to talk down the beat. Just talk to oh, me. Oh, yeah, dude. Just talk to me. Don't, 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 don't like that. That's the same cat that is, is like, like serving the homeless. They're like, uh, and it, like touch them and you're like, ah, oh, just a homeless dude, just touch me. <laughs> and you know, it's like, hey, man, that's a human being first. We, we, we human first. I remember. Uh, Dude, can of, you be a man? One of the comics that I've had on a podcast, <laughs> a and he had opened it for me, Chuck Bartel. Hell yeah, Chuck Chucky. Bartel, man. I, I, it's funny as shit, man. I introduced him to Dean Del Rey one God. time. Hey, goes, what's you know, up, Dean, bro? You know Dean Del Rey? Oh, I love Dean Del Rey. He gives me extra turkey every Thanksgiving. Oh wow. <laughs> But you know what? That's Del, Del Rey's without protection. He's just a he's just a dude. Yeah, he's not a, he's not a gassed. He, 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 he kills it. But it was funny though because I didn't know that Chuck Bartel shows up every Thanksgiving That's for funny. the free turkey. That's funny. He has no right. he has no family. Oh, okay. He's from in, he's from Minnesota. Okay, so he goes to the Thanksgiving, That's watches funny. the show, eats for free, and goes back home. Right. That's funny. If I was ever out here on Thanksgiving, I would do it. But I'm usually back. back if I was east. a comedy fan, right. And I knew that there's going to be Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I'm going to see Dane Cook. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see Ian. I'm going to see um, Tom Tom Dreesen. Mm-hmm. Host. Fucking Kevin Nealon. Right. Um, you. Bob Saget. Me. Del Rey. But yeah. I got to stand in line for an hour with a bunch of homeless and crazy people, but I'm going to eat dinner right. and get to at least see them for free. Oh, I will be there yeah, every right. Christmas. Two shows, two outfits. Yeah. And there are people who do that like every Christmas. Yeah. You see the regulars. Yeah, man. There's people cool. like, that's, that's what I love watching that there's people who are not homeless. They're like, there's hipsters there. Right. There's um people, there's a, there's a family that show up who, who could afford to eat, mm-hmm. but they show up every Christmas because mm-hmm. they know, and they're part of the family. Right, they make right, it their right. thing. I right. expect them to be there. Right, right, right. That's that's uh, that's kind of dope. That's, 
Masada, he does something good. So, you know, yeah, I, I can appreciate that for the community. What was it like, man, when you were on Saturday Night Live and Tracy Morgan was there too? Uh, it was, for me, it was fine. Um, I think the, the challenge is, um, at least back then versus now, the, the writers didn't understand how, uh, to create for, for more than one person of color. They, it was hard enough for them to figure out how to, uh, get, get one, a black dude on screen and, and not just do the stereotypical, like I, I, I played a lot of, uh, officer number two and, <laughs> and and bartenders and the DJs like you all and and now um Brian Tucker I call Brian Tucker the friend to the black comic because he wrote with Chappelle and, and Chappelle showing a bunch of other things he might have uh with Rob but you know he just writes and if you're writing a role for Keenan Thompson versus uh you know any of the seven or eight white dudes on the show Keenan can play the lawyer too you know, and so the challenge while I was on the show was it was like, you know, with myself and Tracy, we were like Highlander. There can only be one, you know, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and, and so they, they would they would. Uh, and, and Tracy, That's me, puppy. Yeah. Yeah. So Tracy, I always said Tracy was like the alpha alpha Negro. <laughs> and, and, and I was uh, I was second waiting for for hand. I was more, more my second season. My first season, I was like the new toy. I was the new toy, and where where it was like, oh, he's, he's black dude, but he does all these impressions. So they're like, they write something, and uh, Dean, can you do Sway from MTV? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him on uh, on MTV. His voice is kind of like here, right? Yeah, that's great. Dean, you do uh, Michael Denzel if you need me to do Michael. You do Denzel. I I got your Denzel. If you need me to do Denzel, I'm gonna do Denzel. And so they were like, oh, we can throw. What about Don Cheadle? Oh uh, yeah, you know, I, I um, it's something somewhere in here. Just just <laughs> off of how about Tracy? Well, it was funny. That's funny. You, Cause you were telling that. me that story yeah. when you were, the makeup lady was doing your makeup. She yeah. was talking about Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. And you were. That was the best Tracy you did, man. Yeah, Trace, Tracy. Because you were uh, doing him down. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't. So Tracy. So my first maybe four or five weeks in, maybe a month, a month and a half into the show, I'm a. Uh, I would go out Monday Yo nights. We, yeah, we would meet. We Yo would meet D. the cast. We would meet the guest host. The guest host would come in the Lauren's office. Everyone would meet. We pitch them ideas. Everybody go out to drink. I didn't drink. Um, I should have still gone and hung out, but I, you know, I was I was new, and so I was like, I'm gonna go and work my ideas out. I was, you know, well, I, <laughs> that was, that some was sets. Yeah, I was gonna do some sets, so I'd go down hard. to Boston. Easy Boston to get Comic spots Club. now. Yeah, you were getting spots advantage anyway. of, of, of of walking in now and yeah. being put up immediately. And huh? I had bump power, right? Yeah, As a comic, you want bump power, right? So I'm going to uh, Boston <laughs> Comedy Club. I would go and work out, and and I'm doing doing jokes, and, and I'm talking, I'm doing Will Ferrell on on, you know, I'm doing everybody on stage, uh, and, and I'm doing, I'm talking about Tracy on stage. So my boy Harris, who called earlier, um, Harris, a uh, very funny comic, uh, uh, and Harris was tight with Tracy at the time, uh, and myself, and so Harris uh, calls me the next day. He's like, Yeah, man, I um. Yeah, I, uh, I I told uh, Tracy you were doing him on stage. I was like, oh, word. He was like, yeah, I don't know if he liked that, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm sitting in my office, um, sitting in my office Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday is right day, right night. It was usually right till Wednesday morning. 
and Tracy uh shows up early, you know, he and uh and and he comes to my office. I'm sitting in my office, he comes to my door, he's like, Hey yo, can I talk to you for a second? So I was like, Yeah, and he just walked away. So I was like, Oh, okay. I thought we were talk- okay, maybe he wants me to follow him. So I follow him <laughs> to his office. He's sitting in his office. As I go to walk in his office, he's like, Stay there, you got to come in. I was like, Oh okay. damn, fool. My guy. I said, What's up? He's like, Yeah, um, I'm hearing you're doing me on stage. I said, huh? He's like, you're doing, you, you, you're doing, you went and did stand up last night. You're doing me on stage. I was like, oh yeah. I said, yeah, man. I was just, I was, you know, working through some ideas. I'm talking about my, my experience on the show. He's like, wow. Why are you doing me? You don't, you don't need to do me on stage. I said, oh no. Nah, I said, I said, no, it's, it's not disrespectful. I'm just, I said, I'm, I was doing, I was doing well on stage too. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> He's like, but why? But why are you doing me? I said, oh man, I'm just, you know, it's just, I'm just, you know, I, like I feel like uh, 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 Henry Hill and Goodfellas. Yeah. He's like, he's how like, am I he's funny? Like, how how am I funny? Funny, funny, how? How funny? Funny? I amuse you. I'm like, no, nah, you know, you so just you, you know, you, you know, tell a story. It's just uh, no, 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 Tom, Tommy, hey, hey, uh, Tommy, he's doing, no, 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 Vinny, he's a big boy. He can talk, talk <laughs> for himself. So I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I just, I said, I'm just, dude, I'm just talking about my experience. He's like. But you you don't do me in your your audition, you know. Do Denzel, do Michael Jackson, you know. Do do uh do Chris Rock. You don't need to do me. I was like, oh well, ain't no big. He's like, I'm not celebrity. I'm not celebrity. I go outside, you know. The, nobody's behind me. Like Jimmy Fallon is celebrity. Jimmy goes outside. Little girls are chasing him. <laughs> I go outside. The police on horseback behind me. <laughs> Why are you doing me? I said, at this point, I'm kind of annoyed. I'm like, oh, man. Because <laughs> I didn't mean anything. I was I was more right. saying, I was like, dude, you grilling me. I was like, honestly, son, like, I ain't no biggie. I don't need to do you on stage. He's like, yeah, stop doing me, man. I'm like, uh. I was like, all right, cool. He's like, Sabina's mad at you. Sabina's his wife at the time. I said, <laughs> I said, what? I said, what do you mean? I said, huh? He said, Sabina's mad at you. I said, why is she mad at me? Because she heard you're doing me. I said, who told her? I told her. I was like, I was like, all right, man. You know, and, and so that was that was the 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 the, the frustrating uh thing about uh uh working on SNL. It's the it's the gift and the curse. And and I think I don't know if it's Molly Shannon or Sherry O'Terry said it's the one show in Hollywood that you book. You book the show and then you have to audition for the show every week. You know, you have to you have to fight for airtime to get your sketches, get your characters, get whatever it is you created on the show and get it into the show every week. I'm not complaining about it because I, I there was some there were there were a couple of hits, you know, a lot of misses. But I also back then even I was, you know, I was in the army, man. So so. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, I'm just happy to have a job and, <laughs> and 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 you know be be able to say you know when you're when you're on the road and you can catch them this week. There's something wonderful of like even with Superstore, right? Something wonderful about being on stage or they introduce you or you're doing your set and you're like, oh, you know what? Check me out this Saturday on SNL. Check me out on on November 10th on Superstore because it lets." The audience that's in the space know they can tell other people, yo, I saw this funny dude 
uh, last week in Arlington. Man, go check. He's going to be on Superstore tonight. Dean Edwards, I saw this dude. He he did a funny. I bet you he could probably do a funny Tracy Morgan, but I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> you can check him out this week on SNL. And so that's that's why I didn't I didn't trip because I was like, well, you know what? Um, like now Tracy's a celebrity, so I mean he was a celebrity back then. But the insecure the 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 powers that be is very easy to play those mental you- mind games and make it seem like. Dean is trying to take his life. I can't take Trey. I could never take Tracy's spot because he was there five years before me. You know what right. I mean? And he was someone I looked up to when he got the show in uh in '96. I was one of the dudes on the circuit that was proud because I was like, oh, that's Trey, Trey, that's one of us. Hell that's yeah, one dude. of us. We got in Thirty Rocks. So when I got when I got there, I was nothing but proud. And, and and any person I do, any any impression I do, if I'm doing an impression of you, is not coming from a malicious place. It's it's coming from a place of man. I, I love something about that person, something about their voice. Whether it's whether it's Denzel, whether it's LL Cool J, whether whether it's you know when it's Fifty Cent, you know, it's all love. It's all love, and and it's just me exaggerating some some portion of that. Like I know Eddie Murphy just. Uh, just did Tracy on uh, on Kimmel recently, and and I think Tracy was on uh, like the Breakfast Club. He's been making the rounds. He's on the Breakfast Club. He's like, yo, I made, I, that's, I made it, and he did me, and and you know, I'm I'm watching like when I did you. <laughs> I meant meant it the same way, (laughs) (laughs) but that's all love because that's my my man Fifty Grand, man. I'm 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 happy happy that Tracy's alive and 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 still giving us uh you know the funny and and who he is you know on a daily basis and 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 that's what I'm like. People ask, what's your favorite impression, Denzel? I'm like, Denzel is fun. But I have more fun doing Tracy because Tracy's more irreverent and you don't you don't know what he's gonna say, which makes doing an impression of him on stage or even you know, podcast more fun because he can pretty much say anything and, and it's hilarious. Unpredictable out the box. Yeah, unpredictable, yeah, definitely. You think that he felt that by you impersonating him, they might not need him no more? Um I think if anything, you it, was, younger, it was it was it was more like it was more like the 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 tall, the tall, slimmer dude, tall, dark being, and handsome, being a, uh, uh, another version of him. And I never looked at it that way. I was like, oh man, I can't. I, what what you do is 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 you can't put a price on, and I can't I can't I can mimic what you do, but I can't be you, and I can never. Every character that Tracy did, whether it was uh, Brian Fellows, I'm Brian Fellows, or, or, or Astronaut Jones, you know, those were <laughs> characters that were created in a Tracy Morgan vacuum that would never work with any other person, any other actor. You know what I mean? And I and I and that wasn't my lane. That's not what I did. Like I said uh, uh, earlier before the show, I was like, I'm my my talent was uh more the impressions versus the original characters you know whereas tracy he had more like banger original characters you know and, and i was fine with that it's like like snl is in my opinion snl is almost like a toolbox and so you have types and you have people that can do certain things and so you know you you might lean on uh like like uh chris rock um, Chris Rock's talent versus Adam Sandler's talent versus Dennis Miller's talent. They all were in different lanes. You know, I, I always yeah. lean on uh, Kung Fu folklore, but it's like we all 
train you know in 36 chambers of Shaolin Temple but some people their, their skill is being able to jump 50 feet high and, and kick another person it might be their punch you know another person it might be their speed you know so everybody had their own their own skill set up at the up at the show and 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 honestly I thought uh I thought when Tracy left I would have uh if had I made it the third season, I think I would have, you know, really popped more because I would have then been the alpha Negro, you know, but that, <laughs> but that didn't happen. And, and God bless. I'm, I'm happy for, I got, you know, Leslie's doing her thing. Um, it's okay. a different time. Yeah. Leslie's doing her thing. Michael Che, you know, is doing his thing. Uh, Farrell, you know, he, he's moved on to, to doing other things, but he's, you know, he has his own show and, and, uh, uh, and Keenan's been there now, I think 13, and, you know, so that there's more, opportunities not just for black people but people of color they've they've opened up their scope uh to say oh you know what it's more this this show is more reflective of uh of the world as opposed to here we we have one black guy that we can use in a sketch at a time yeah you know because that 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 did become a a challenge don't i still like um saturday night live i don't watch it as much mm -hmm. i watch it on hulu okay. whenever something goes viral and it's really right funny, right 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 but i don't tune in right um, well, plus you're working on yeah. Saturday night. And what I really like about Saturday Night Live was the ending. Oh, yeah. When everybody's waving. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to be there. With that's the my, band. That's, that's, oh, I always yeah. did my dream. Yeah, dude. To just rub an album with some, some singer, Lenny yeah. Kravitz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking uh, having uh, Bruno Mars on top of my shoulders. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> just holding him. Yeah, man. Hold, uh, being next uh, to any singer, you know, whether right. it's, where it's fuck, or Michael, um, George Michaels. Right. Or, um, right. Uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the name that just passed away? Um, Prince. 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 Yeah, yeah, man. Or uh, anybody, any of those old famous guys, just to be next to and go like, yeah. <laughs> well, because and that because honestly, or be goofy at the end going, eh. right, right. Because the the beauty of because I know there's an after party after. Oh, and bro, <laughs> tell us about. I know you told me. Uh, I never forgot about it uh, when when you were doing the Tracy Morgan impersonation uh, while you, while the makeup girl was talking to you. Uh, the after party, you said that yeah. Tracy Morgan would bring all these old rappers from oh, the hood. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted yeah, to see. Like the OG like ones, like Melly Melly. Yeah, no, older uh, than that. He, he, I'm, I remember like a couple, couple, like Tracy was hanging. Like at one point, he was hanging with Ghostface Killer. Oh, fuck yeah, uh, dog. I remember going to like uh, uh, Ghostface. Tracy used to sometimes, he would stay at uh, the W in Times Square. He would get a room just so he didn't have to go back, back and forth back to Riverdale where he lived. And I was hanging out with him. Uh, we were, there was a there was a before uh, Dave and Buster's. There was a place called Barcode in, in Times Square that you would go and just like adult video games or what have you. So we go and hang out down there, and then go to the W. And we were in the W one time, and like Ghostface Killer is uh, is staying at the W in this. So I go with Tracy to Ghostface little tiny room, and this this little white cat is interviewing him, and and it was just. <laughs> Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? You hearing like Ghostface Killer talk, whatever, whatever. And Tracy's, you know, adding his, his idiosyncrasies. I'm like, this, I wish dude was like recording this because this is amazing just to be a fly on the wall for this, this conversation about nothing and everything at the same time. You know, Fuck um, yeah. he was bringing a uh, Grand Poobah, uh, Grand Poobah from, uh, 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 from, uh, Brand Nubian was hanging out, uh, uh, Remember, uh, ba, 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 uh, hey, yo, Dizzy Gillespie plays it, uh, nice and smooth. 
came up like you just saw Greg Greg Kumo Nice uh, Mo D like all these cats would just come and I was like Kumo D too yeah Trace I don't remember Mo D I don't remember Mo D he might have though uh, I remember Wesley wow, Stipes down you know it was just like you seeing all these old Damn. school cats but Tracy Tracy was the liaison like he, he the the hood uh, superstars would come and hang out with uh Tracy and Tracy was, would always like he'd have like a crew of like twenty. Deep, you know his like the after party. Awesome, there was the man. there was Tracy's table, and then the rest of the after party around Tracy. And the and the after party was like the was dope, but it was really the after after party. Yeah. The, after, the after party was for industry, right? Was was you said like your agents? You come out and you you you, you know your agents come and hang out, and and there's our clients awesome. and blah blah blah. Hey, awesome. hey Dean, here's here's a card. I know you're with someone, but if you ever, they always <laughs> hit you with that. If you're ever interested, you uh, you just want to talk. Um, you you know, hanging out with them. But then the after after party was where like the 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 crew would really go to get down. You Cameraman. Know, like that's first time somebody offered me cocaine at an after party in the in the meat house uh district. I, I go into the bathroom and, and this dude's like, hey, you want some? I was like, no! And I <laughs> No, this is not how it's supposed to be. And uh another time, um I'll never forget this. Uh Chris Rock's younger brother Kenny. Kenny Kenny's one of those dudes you just wind up he just shows up everywhere. Um, he knows somebody. He always gets in. And like so, a play cousin. Yeah. So <laughs> what's up? Man? Yeah, my play cousin. So uh, one, no, one night, I think the name of this band was the Killers or something. It was like it was one of those those like young up and coming rock bands. Smile, yeah. If you're you know, yeah. You want like very Ramones esque looking, right? Yeah, dead white face, little suits, right? So uh, I uh, I had to go to the bathroom. It's an after party. I go to the bathroom. And and uh, I walk in the bathroom. And I just see a stall with a bunch of dudes standing around the stall. So all you see are like five dudes backs in front of this stall. So I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? They they hear me. I'm like, hey, what's up? I go and uh, take a long piss. Like it was one of those holding it in all night. But here I gotta <laughs> gotta go pee. So I'm in there, um, finish peeing. <laughs> you get that piss chill. <laughs> So I finished peeing. I, the guys had all walked out as I was peeing. I was like, "All right, all right, fellas." Um, I finished peeing. As I go to turn towards the uh, to wash my hands, I see this young chick, and we both just freeze and looking at each other. I was like, "Oh, oh." Um, <laughs> and I'm like, hey. "If anything just went down and she screams rape or whatever, I did it because I'm there." They all left. The killers. Left, right? <laughs> so I'm like, hey. She's like, hi. I'm like, hey, what's up? And you look real young, so there's a bad look. Let me get it. I, I don't even know if I wash my hands. I'm like, here, let me leave. As I walk. You know, leave a fingerprint. Right. As I walk out, right, I don't even touch anything. I'm like using my shirt yeah. open. I walk out. As I walk out, she walks out behind me. I'm like, ah. And I go, as I turn, I see Kenny Rock, right? <laughs> Kenny goes like this. He sees me, and he looks. He sees white girl. He's like. Yeah, I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> I said, I, I just I, pump the brakes, dog. And, and no matter what I say, it looks like I did it. I was like, nah, dude. I just, I, I was the killers. Stop bullshit, it was the dog. Kill right, right. <laughs> why you gotta lie, right? Man. Why you do? Why you, it's me. You don't have to. I'm like, all right, man. Whatever. So yeah, the, the the after after parties were always cool, man. But but 
with people waving at, at the, like the that moment was always so special because you felt like you survived the you yeah survived. you survived another week you survived another week you even made if you were in the sketch you're still waving oh uh, bro <laughs> if I if I wasn't in a sketch I I would make sure whatever I had on was fly. <laughs> I'll go get like the fly outfit. I'm like, y'all ain't gonna let. I ain't in the show this week. Watch, I got this new butter leather. You know. <laughs> Were you in that in that documentary when um, oh, painted yeah. like Michael Jackson in white and then yeah, Annie uh, Improv. They the uh, white face. Improv, huh? Yeah, Annie uh, biography. Yeah, they did. Uh, I actually have the picture on here. I remember, uh, man. Like, yeah, I was watching it. Going, okay, I guess SNL is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because thirteen they, um, hour days. They came. They Gwyneth Paltrow was. Guest you were full makeup, but they didn't use you. Yeah, uh, they, how'd you they, feel? Ah, uh, dude. I well, I was crushed. It was two sided because what wound up happening? We wrote this. Uh, Hugh Hugh Fink, a uh, funny comic slash writer. He wrote this sketch. Um, uh, where it was like right after the it was Michael Jackson thirty year anniversary special was about to air on uh on CBS. Okay. And I actually here's what's funny. I went to that concert because that concert took place on September tenth, two thousand one. Wow. So and my first day of work at SNL was supposed to be September eleventh, two thousand one. Crazy. So I was all excited to tell my story. Yo, we saw Destiny's Child, we saw Usher and the Jackson Five and Liza Minnelli, you know, just all these people, and that that we we got we got preempted, obviously, because <laughs> uh, my first show had had Julie. It was like Reese Witherspoon and Alicia Keys, but it was also Giuliani and the Firemen and and um, the Firemen and uh, and the police officers um, from from you know the nine eleven tragedy, you know, and so. Uh, Annie on my fifth show of the season uh, was in November. Gwyneth Paltrow came. My I think my daughter, my wife was a week from delivering. I think it was the November fifth show, and Gwyneth Paltrow came. So they followed us the entire week, and that's where like my film, my film, um, film school background kicked in. I was like, you know what, we do. We have this Michael Jackson thirty year anniversary sketch. They gotta cover me, if only because. It's, it's illmatic to see someone with my complexion turn into Michael Jackson. I'm trying to find the uh, find the picture because it's like it's crazy to see. Um, so, but then also that week, I I had written a sketch. I was trying to like write sketches with you know. Try, I'm not gonna say Tracy was my hero, but he was like he was one of the dudes I looked up to in comedy because he came from came from the the circuit that I had worked with doing the mainstream and the black rooms, and so. Uh, I had been trying to. I was like, man, I want to write something that um, that Tracy and I both get a chance to, you know, rock out to, you know. So um, I wrote this sketch. It was, you know, what it was reminiscent of the Homeboy Shopping Network on In Living Color <laughs> back in the day. It was this thing where we were we had how to survive a, a terrorist attack. So we had like <laughs> an anthrax attack, like all, and we had all these bootleg items to. Um, to survive a, a terrorist attack, and what was dope was because uh, because NBC had got hit with the anthrax a couple weeks prior, right? So um, uh, what was dope was Gwyneth Paltrow. Most guest hosts want to come and do something where they're going to um, they're going to do something left of what they normally would do. So Gwyneth Paltrow is America's sweetheart. Let's have her play this little Puerto Rican chick from around the way named Marisol. So we wrote her character, Marisol, um, 
and she killed it. So we did it. We did it. The table read. The table read it killed. Um, and I was like, I was like, yo, this has a good shot of going. So I was going into nice. that show. I was I was playing I was playing Sway um, in the Destiny's. What was uh, uh Maya and them had a Destiny's Child uh, Gemini's Twins. They had a Gemini's Twin sketch. So I was playing uh, Sway in that. Um, I was in the Michael Jackson sketch. And I was in Flacco and Rufus, uh, the the characters with me and Tracy. So I was like, if if I if one of these goes to air, I'm good, right? Ooh, but yeah. it's dope if I get all three because all three are funny. Uh, so going into the dress rehearsal, so we do it. We did the MJ sketch. The MJ sketch, it didn't it didn't kill, right? It it did okay, but. Usually with the dress rehearsal show, they you would trim the fat. You know, you you you'd cut out the parts that weren't funny, so that when it aired, you you wound up with the funny. Um, I can't find it, dog. Um, the 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 sketch in between shows, we're in Lauren's office at like eleven o'clock, eleven ten, and MJ's off on the cards, just off to the side. I was like, oh, it got killed. If you watch the A and E special, they're like, you see me like looking down there, yeah, yeah, and they're like, Dean sits sadly because his yeah, sketch, I, I, that's what I was Michael Jackson sketch you're, got you were white major like that did like man. dramatized it, yeah, of course they dramatized <laughs> it because music perfect for television, right? Because you know you know what's funny, I wasn't From thinking anything about that. I was uh, I was trying to figure out. I was like, all right, you know, if Flacco and Rufus is in the show, but it's 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 the last, it's listed as the last sketch of the night. So I'm I'm more focused on that because just like in the military, if you have no control, you can't control what's what's happening. You just gotta deal with what is. So I was on some all right, I'm in the I'm in the uh sketch playing Sway and that's like going like third sketch of the night. So that's a good look. But I really want my baby I want Tracy and I to get to rock out um, together, I just I just wanted yeah. to, to play in the sandbox with my man and an Oscar winner. You yeah, know what I mean? Movie ideas. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and it it got cut for time. We wound up if you if you if you ever saw that episode, you can see that uh, we were all we were all dressed like Tracy and I were dressed in our. You ever watch SNL? And you're like, uh, uh, Sandler wasn't in a sketch as a banana, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, but that's that's a sketch that got cut. So I was I was in my outfit for that sketch, ready to go. The sketch, yeah. But the sketch got cut literally at twelve fifty three. Damn. You know, and and because because the show ends at one, and so that's why sometimes you'll see. Like uh, like you'll see like a commercial parody at the end, or yeah. you see like some like some pre-film thing at the end because that was just enough time. They have that in the can just in case, and we'll, we'll throw that up. And then at the end, I'm I'm waving harder than everybody else. Like, <laughs> well, I made it in two sketches Got tonight. Strong you know? wrist, yeah, yeah, dude. And, and that's you. You could never sit around crying because nobody cared. Nobody, nobody Hell cared. No. Who you gonna complain to? So I was like, right, makeup lady, look. I'm I'm still on the show. That's how I always felt. I was like, I still got checked this week. Uh, I still I'm still on the show, and we'll 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 try again next week. And that's that's what I'm I'm trying to find. I'm a, I'm gonna just pull it up on Instagram because oh, it's too. What came to me right now was man when you were telling me that story about the after party, mm -hmm. and then Tracy Morgan, he was he had a drink in his hand and he tapped on his shoulder and he said, "Look at." Look at Grand Puba where they're talking to Lord Michaels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he used to trip out on that. That's what he'll bring them, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're out of their element. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you said, he said, look, look at this nigga over here. 
Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa never expected to be sitting there talking to Lauren Michaels. <laughs> He's talking to Lauren Michaels. That's a legend of hip hop talking to Lauren Michaels. I did that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I dog. did that. You know, I like that, man. Real talk. Yeah, Love but him. I mean, those those were the experiences, man. That's I remember uh, uh I think Chris Rock said uh it might have been in the Live from New York book and he was saying he was like the hardest thing about uh not being on the show is you miss you miss the party. You miss and not not just the after party, you just miss being part of the show and being able to say cuz that's that's a New York that's a that's a Hollywood institution but specifically as an institution in New York City, you know, oh, fuck yeah, that, that 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 uh, you were part of, you know, and and still to this day, I'm like, hey man, you know, people clown and 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 like, yeah, but I, I remember uh, Pat- we had a roast of Patrice O'Neill at Boston Comedy Club, and somebody, I don't know if it was Patrice, he was like, uh, they sent National Geographic to find Dean Edwards when he was on SNL or something. Like it was a fun, it was a funny, uh, funny joke. And I'm like, yeah, but I was on it though. Like if you if you walk up to the 17th floor and they have everyone's headshot on the wall that's ever been on that show from uh, Belushi, Belushi and Gilda and Aykroyd to to Eddie and Bill Murray and and Damon Wayans for his father six Nino Sarducci, father Greedo Sarducci. <laughs> and if you if you go go for, go down to probably around number, I'm gonna say I'm probably around the hundred. Uh, number of headshots on there. You see my, you see me with a big grin, big afro, and, I, and I'm on that same wall with with all star. I'm like out of a, I'm gonna say like out of 150 cast members that ever been on this show, I'm one of them. And I'm uh, and then if you really want to get serious, out of 15 or 16 black people that have been on that show, out of the 10% of black people that have been on that show, I'm one of them. So yeah. I'm like, hey, man, that's, that show still opens doors. You always want more. I don't want anybody that's listening. Like, I, I hope I don't sound bitter because I still love what the show uh, did for me and, I, and the opportunity. Um, I I ain't got no beef towards Lauren Michaels or anybody. I, if anything, I'm like, yeah, y'all got rid of me. When I was about to get married, word like that—that that was my. Whole, I was like, you know, I had a wedding to pay for. You know, marriage is expensive, and I had a new 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 daughter, so that was the. I was I was I was upset, especially in the moment about that. But I was like, man, this show. I've said from day one, it, it wasn't called Saturday Night Saturday Night Live. Fe- it was called. It wasn't Dean Edwards featuring the SNL cast. It was Saturday Night Live featuring Dean Edwards. So that's that's how I got through it. I was like, all right, well, this this is not my show. It's it's a yes. show. It's their show, and, and I'll, I'll ride it out as long as possible, and and that we move on, you know. And and uh, you know, I've had some some other great opportunities, and they're great opportunities still. Uh, Still to come, man. I'm still trying to find this damn picture. I thought it was in the, I thought I, oh, in collage. I thought I had it in collage, <laughs> but I don't see the collage uh, section anymore, man. So I got to go to Instagram. Um, I'll send it to you. Send and it you to can, us. You can, uh, you can put it up on there. What's up, fool? What you got, Rodrigo? Any questions? Uh, nah, dude. I'm fucking uh, I'm chilling. He got a call to audition for the show. Yeah, he was, yeah, we were yeah. talking, we were talking earlier so uh, cool, on. Man. Yeah, I, 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 I have no problem sharing my insight. I like what what's funny about the show is what worked for me might not work for anybody else. What worked for Will Ferrell, like everybody's audition, like Melissa Villasenor, we were just um shooting something with Frank Caliendo um uh, for ESPN um late August. And I that, share that. 
Huh? I remember that. I shared that shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah you're doing everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. That was funny. Yeah, that joint. The first, the first one I did um, solo because Caliendo, God bless him, man. Uh, shout out to Frank Caliendo. Uh, he put me on. He called me, said, "Hey, do you have any people in the NFL?" So I did one for the Super Bowl two years ago as Richard Sherman, and then the people from ESPN hit me and were like, "Yeah, listen, we um." Frank can't do with all the black people. Like it just, <laughs> like in, in a nutshell, that's what it was. It was like Frank, Frank, we can have Frank, but it's just not, it's not PC for him to do everybody in blackface. So I was like, cool. So um, they hired me. Uh, we did four last year, and the first one I did. I'll send you a link to the. I think that one might be no. The Stephen A. Smith one is still up. Do it. Um, but uh, uh, they had me. It was it was me playing playing Chris Carter for a Sunday NFL Countdown. Uh, I was playing CC, and CC was also interviewing uh Coach Mike Tomlin from uh from Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Tracy Morgan and 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 Denzel Washington had like a roundtable, and so I got to get my like my my uh. Nutty professor at the clumps at the dinner table scene on because they were Find all interacting. Yeah, and that that was that was a dope look. That was that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was challenging, but it was a lot. It was a lot of fun, and, and you know you learn something about like that technology and this green screen and how like they they like I have to sit here and have to stay in like a certain position because my eye line of Tracy talking to Denzel has to be different than my eye line to you know. So it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. And, and we, we just did another one uh, where I was playing 50, Cent and, uh, 50 and Tracy Morgan. And Melissa and I were shooting that day. And that, I think that's the day she got the call saying they, they were interested. So she and I spoke. And I was like, hey, man, whatever you do, make I said, have fun. That's what any anything you do out here, like people lose lose sight of the fact that this is supposed to be fun, man. Life, you're supposed to live life and enjoy it. I'm living life enjoying it you know I'm, I'm i'm happy we all got to rock out this is fun you know somebody okay, had to go punch a clock and make <laughs> little or no money today and we doing this for fun just to give people you know that are sitting in their cubicles or what have you watching on youtube something to to be entertained that's that's the gift of life yeah man it's to give and give with and give without end what's up fool you have any dates uh yeah yo you know y'all could catch me um I will be all if you if you in the Texas area because I'm actually uh when's this come out Friday Friday okay so um yeah the Air Force uh base tour ends this Saturday so forget those and then I'm on a cruise for two weeks but if you're in Plano Texas uh November seventeenth eighteenth nineteenth you can catch me at the Plano Texas Hyenas Comedy uh Cafe uh and then I'm doing the run of them and then. From uh, if you're in Fort Worth area, you can catch me December first through third at the Fort Worth Hyenas, and then if you're in the Dallas area, you can catch me at the Dallas Hyenas December eighth through tenth. Uh, you can catch me uh, if you're on social media. Make sure y'all follow uh, at I am Dean Edwards, whether it's uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at I am Dean Edwards, and make sure more importantly. Um, you subscribe to the Father Muckin Protocol. Uh, that's that's also on all things comedy. Because uh, we just we just did two wonderful yes, episodes people. with Fel Felipe. That uh, y'all gonna really we got we got to the crust of who this man to my right is. <laughs> Hell yeah! What's up, fool? Can I plug my show? Yeah, sure. Hey, what up? Uh, catch me at a uh, Flappers in Burbank at the YooHoo Room, uh, November twenty first, nice. eight p.m. Uh, Rodrigo Torres and the homies, and December 29th at Flappers in Claremont. 
You got a new Yeah Man coming out? Uh, that'll be out tomorrow, and then I got two new Yeah Mans coming out next week, and maybe a solo one this weekend, so we're going to be flying with those. Four new episodes in the next two boom, weeks. Boom. Hell yeah. They getting Before we go, bro, for why is Al- Alfred Robles called the classic man? I don't know. What's going on over here? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Buy one, sh- one coat? Bro, he's a classic man? He got a bow tie. Is he a wrestler, bro? What is he? <laughs> he's a classic man. He's a Take- classic man with a, with a fucked up lip. <laughs> Who's the, the, what's the, the, the Dos Equis guy? We're trying to bite on that, probably. There it is. Oh, yeah. There it I is. It. Oh, shit. Damn, Damn, they're they, they looking at the picture from uh, from <laughs> from me as MJ. That's Damn, the, yeah, they bro. killed the makeup team. I was like, if it, if it made they it to air, they would have, they would have, they would have, they earned their money, man. They would have got an Emmy off of that. Turn a black man into Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> on the, the, on the, on the, on the documentary, it looked like, yeah, you went home, you shot yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did because they made it, it seem like, like I was, was about like, to cry. You're all full makeup, man. Yeah, I'm dressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just walk around Manhattan then. Right, right, right. And then, and I found out later on the reason the sketch got cut was because the audience was confused because because Matt Damon came to the show that night and he he came up to me after after the show because he and Gwyneth were real real tight. So he was like. He's like, Dean, man, I just I just want to tell you that was amazing. I said, oh, thanks, man. It got cut. He's like, no, but he's like, dude, doesn't matter. One of my friends is a makeup artist and he's here with me. And when when you were uh, on camera, when you were performing, he was like, I don't understand why Michael would do that to himself. Why would he make a joke? He's like, that's that's Dean. That's not. It looks too real, too. And that, and that's that's what, what the problem it was, was. Probably was. It, that's what that's what it I found weird. out later. It, it looked it looked too, too real, real and too creepy. Yeah, it, it it. I think a lot of the audience. I, I heard later on they said the audience was confused because I looked too much like MJ, and so they didn't realize yeah. that it was me playing MJ. And they were like, "Well, why is why would Michael Jackson come on the show to make fun of himself and his brother?" So it was confused. And once and and that's the thing. Once you learn that, like Lauren's like the evil genius man because he there was it. a method to his madness. You know, in the moment you're sitting there pissed. But you're like, there, there was a reason why. You know, uh, I remember Tracy right after 9-11. Tracy I told did, you. Yeah, Tracy did an update piece uh, where he was just talking about, you know, 9-11, what happened and, and how we got to get how we got to get the people that did this. And uh, it went during the dress rehearsal show, but it got cut. And I said to Tracy, I was like, yeah, why do you think it got cut? Because then fast forward maybe half a season they did the same update piece and it killed and i said why 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 did it get cut and they brought it back timing and he said time and he's like he was like somebody had to pay for those towers he's like the first time we did it he's like the audience was angry the audience was angry and and they were looking to blame someone and so when we did a joke we got find all them dudes that have those erica badu head wrap it wasn't it was they weren't laughing they were mad and so he said, he's like, we don't, we don't, we don't want people mad. We don't, we don't want to uh, institute violence or, or vitriol. We want, we want people laughing with us. And so the energy was wrong. Similar to like how Chappelle said, like he didn't like, like there was a time he was doing jokes, but then the audience was laughing. Felt like instead of them laughing with, they were laughing at yeah. him, you know. And so that I, I always thought that was a. Uh, impressive that that they said you know let's let's wait sometimes less is more let's save it you know so yeah <laughs> what's up fool podcast thank you very much dean edwards it? what's yeah. up thank fool? you my boy what's up fool i always say he was a yeah man yeah yeah man <laughs> keep shining dog
Little Zao, bro, some Denzel, bro. Hey, you know what? Uh, you, you, what's up? What's up, fool? Let me tell you something. King Kong ain't got nothing on this podcast. Ha, ha, ha. Tell you, my brother. Piece by piece. <laughs> Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 